0: 716, Tommy Tucker. They are uh, rolling uh, convoy traffic southbound on the causeway. Be aware of that because of the fog. We're here at Children's Hospital. It is behavioral health uh, hour, and we're looking for 30 miracle makers or one-time donations by 8 a.m. The latest is Scott Pelletier of Kenner. Thank you, Scott. I think I know who you are, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get the wrong person, but thank you for the donation. And, y'all, please, if you can, just call 888-780-8811. Or text CHNOLA safely to 51555. Do it safely. Text CHNOLA, C-H-N-O-L-A, to 51555. If you can, please, $15 a month. There's only 50 cents a day or a one-time gift. I know it's tough economically for a lot of people, but they do some very, very important work here at Children's Hospital, and that's why the Ray and Jessica Brandt Family Foundation is sponsoring the Light Up the Season Radiothon. We are joined now uh, by um, Dr. Kaplow, Dr. Kaplow, who is Dr. Julie Kaplow, I beg your pardon, Executive Director of the Trauma and Grief Center. Dr. Kaplow, good morning. Thank you for your time and for the work you do here at Children's Hospital. Tell us, if you can, what you do and what your role is here.
1: Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So I am a clinical psychologist, and as you mentioned, I'm the executive director of the Trauma and Grief Center here at Children's Hospital New Orleans, and my role is really to oversee the services that we provide through the Trauma and Grief Center, as well as the trainings that we're implementing in the community.
0: What does that look like? Uh, What kind of services do the children receive? What kind of services are they in the need of?
1: Sure. So the mission of the Trauma and Grief Center is to raise the standard of care and provide access to best-practice mental health services for children and adolescents exposed to trauma and loss. So we provide evidence-based assessment and treatment to children, adolescents, young adults um, of a very wide age range. So we go from ages 0 to 21 who may have experienced any form of trauma, like sexual abuse, physical abuse, witnessing violence, or have experienced the death of a loved one. And we also provide training both within the hospital and in the community focusing on trauma and grief-related topics.
0: I know you can't talk about specific cases, but if you can, Dr. Kaplow, some, some of the successes of the program, what are you most proud of, and what's your vision for the future?
1: Sure. So, you know, we're seeing so many more children coming to us having experienced the death of a caregiver to COVID. And in fact, we know that in the United States, over 290,000 youth in the U.S. are now orphaned due to COVID. So we're seeing those children as well as the many children who are being exposed to community violence and homicide. And that can really complicate the picture for so many of these kids who are grappling not only with the trauma of the death, um, so that often results in post-traumatic stress, but also their grief reactions. And this requires a special form of treatment that targets both the trauma and the grief, which unfortunately many behavioral health organizations are not equipped to provide. So we're very proud and grateful for the opportunity to serve the community in this way, um, another program we're very proud of is a partnership that we've established with the Juvenile Justice Intervention Center to provide grief-focused, group-based interventions within the JJIC. So many people may not realize that many youth in the, ju- in the juvenile justice setting have experienced not just significant trauma, but about 75 percent have lost a close loved one. So, um, and those deaths have been mostly due to violence. So we're finding that addressing the grief, and not just the trauma, can significantly reduce violent behavior and recidivism in those youth, and this is a program and partnership that we're incredibly excited about.
0: Dr. I'm going to be, uh, sound kind of hard here, but pragmatically, if, if people's hearts aren't open, I would say practically, these individuals are going to be on the earth for some 50, 60, 70 years. So why wouldn't you do whatever you could to get them on the right path so they have a productive life and can contribute to society? That's pretty much a mission, isn't it?
1: Exactly, yes. And I think so often we overlook that the reason so many of those individuals ended up in the juvenile justice setting is because of the early childhood traumas and losses that they experienced. So I absolutely agree.
0: And that's not a soft on crime message. That's a help your human being, help kids that need help. Uh, Doctor, thank you for your work here. Um, I, I know it's very, very important. I hope others realize as import, how important it is because you tend to think of Children's Hospital as rushing into the emergency room when your kid breaks a bone or something else. But this work is as important as is any, uh, not just for the kids, for their families, but for society as a whole. And I thank you for your work. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Kaplow. And if you'd like to support Dr. Kaplow and the work she does, please call eight.